come on. Have you started recording? You're doing your voice. You're going to come and do a show with a good boy. You're going to sit at the bottom of that grot pants. Come on. Don't. Don't. Come on now, naughty boy. Sit down. Time's a wasting. <sighs> Stop showing off with your inhaler. Come on. Doing your inhaler tricks. Seen them all before. You ready? Shut up. Fix your microphone so you No, are. you shut up. How dare you? Gonna motivate you. Don't motivate me by using your mum, I'm your mum voice. I'll use my my mum voice if it works. It doesn't work. It does. Fuck you. Got you sitting down. I'm gonna sit down, aren't I, eventually? Paul, just try and fucking be natural for once. Yeah, that's more like it. I'm liking this more. (laughs) What, the tired, broken (laughs) Paul? Yeah. Come on, it's better than fake mum, Paul. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Show. Oh, is it Cheap Show again, is it? Yes. Well, you've ruined that opening. You've ruined it. It's the Comedy Comedy no, Podcast. No, it's not. For this your... is not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Can I just say, Paul? You know what? Can I say something? You're not speaking to the mic. How dare you? <laughs> Poo-poo. Yeah. Out of thumb hole. Right, okay, good. <laughs> Before we started recording, that was the only thing Eli would want to say. Right, so what have we got coming up on this? Oh, so... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Show. It's the economy comedy podcast for your ears. We go for the bargain bins, charity shops, and thrift stores of the wider world and deliver trillion... Tra- oh, fuck off. <laughs> welcome to Cheap Show. Treasure. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, right? It's a fact of Cheap Show. You're going to have to fucking accept Noodle time. Tails from the dance floor. Boy, how's the pick going? The price of shite. This is called Gallantine. Hello. Eli Silver. Welcome to Team Show. I'll go and I nuzzle. Hello, yes, welcome to Cheap Show. This is the Economy Comedy Podcast. Economy I'm Paul Gannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you oh, are. I am Eli Silverman. Oh, hello there. Hello. hello there. So, yes, every week we try and find the cheap and cheerful and bring it to you and use it as content for this show. And sometimes it spins us off into magical directions. And sometimes we just spank our mate's content bum. What the- does that mean? You spank my bear content monkey's bum bum, and then po- <laughs> <laughs> and then poo poo comes out bum hole. <laughs> content poo poo. Right, no, right, no. What? You have to stop saying poo poo out of bum hole. <laughs> Can I say it? Just I will say it one more time. You got to use L- it well. L- later. You've got to use it well. I'm going to say it later. <sighs> Are you ready to do it later? I'm Are re- you prepared? I'm ready. Right. So on this week's show, um, you got a care package last week. I've got a care package this week, sent from good friend of the show, Alison. So we'll be going through that. Is there food? Yes, there's food. Lots of lovely is there, food. Is food. there? Do, 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 do. There might be. I don't... Is I, there? Do, you I haven't mean, had a not, look. I have There's no look. sauce. There's, I was trying to lure you in with promise to keep you interested. There's no sauce. You've already I mean. said, I, I'll, I, I'll give it this day. <laughs> 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 
Anyway, and then we're going to a section we've not done in a while because it's usually not our best section. It's Paul's Page Turners. Ah, I found a couple of books that I'd like us to uh, have a perusal of. One, have a little read. Can I read? Yeah, you can have a little read of a book, mate. I've got two books I want to touch on today, and then that's it. We're out of here. You want to touch when this on? episode comes out? <laughs> you want to touch on? Yeah, the, the topics. We the get books. on the book and then touch. No, touch on. What do you want to touch? Come I on. want to touch you. Why don't you want to touch me? I'd rather I'm wank. I'd rather wank myself off. I didn't know that was the option. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know they were the of course only option. It's the option. So what? You'd rather ha- you'd rather wank yourself off than like I'd maybe rather... shake my hand. Basically, yeah. Well, you'd, rather, you'd rather have a wank than pat me on the back after a, like I don't know a tough moment in my life. No, no one said it was. You'd never. You'd I rather wouldn't... have a wank than give if you, you a celebratory hug. If you had a tough moment in your life, I'd like to think I would be a better friend than someone who just condescendingly pat you on the back. God, oh. uh, everyone. If you think about it, Paul. Yeah. Everyone, in a way, is off for a wank whenever they leave anyone's company because they probably will have a wank before they see that person again. Sounds like a great jingle for like a holiday in the 80s. Let's go for a wank at Bogner Regis. Let's go for a wank in Bogner Regis. Bogner Regis, Butlins, where you can knock one out and jazz all over your fucking chalet. Hello, I like to jazz up the wall when I go to Butlins. I love it. Oh, whole family comes and then let's send them out to the Nobly News Contest. Fucking jazz it up. Oh, jizzy, jizz, jizz. (laughs) Our trained professional staff will clear up your mucky leavings after you've ruined a chalet with your bollock jelly. I've really ruined it. There's scrapings. But don't worry, there's also entertainment. In the evening, grumbleweeds, black lace. And me, I'm a singer. Jizz up the shower, (laughs) jizz up the shower. Who's coming out and will I have a drink? <laughs> Who's coming out and will I have a drink? Wow. It's almost like that was your thought process you have when you have a shower. What? Oh, jizz in the shower. I jizz in the shower. Who's coming out and who'll buy me a drink? <laughs> okay, good. That sounds like a good show, Paul. I wanted to start, though, very briefly with something I've just played to you outside. It was the vinyl that I found in a charity shop in Muswell Hill. Where I put it? It's slotted there. So, yeah, I was looking through a charity shop, box full of vinyl, and, you know, by and large, it's your usual bunch of uh, Barbara Streisand, Barry Manilow. Well, you never see Barbara Streisand singles, do you? No. You see a lot of Gary LPs. Glitter singers these days. Singers. Singles. Singles. You see a lot of Gary Glitter singles. All you certainly do. So, yeah. No one wants to touch those with a barge pole. No. And who wants to go buy them from a charity shop? Who'd want to smash down a big stack of Gary Glitters and say, I'm supporting his work? Well, you know. I separate his private life from his work. Therefore, I'm buying these Gary Glitter songs, but the money's going to your charity, mate. What a conundrum. No, it's <laughs> what not a really. moral conundrum. It's fine. If people want them, you know. Yeah. So anyway, I bought this. It was It's on the Atlantic label, and it simply said, when I saw it, a Captain Kremen special by Kenny Everett. And I thought it was that thing you were on about. You know, he released a song before he released Snot Rap. Yeah, I've got that. And it, yeah, Retribution, it's called something like that. I can't remember, but whatever that Captain Kremen song you said he released... Uh, I thought it was that, but it wasn't. This turns out to be a three-minute story adventure with him doing his Captain Kremen character that he did uh, on his Capital Radio show. And Captain Kremen's like a sort of uh, comic book serial character, sort of uh, Dan Dare. Yeah. Sort of sci-fi adventure hero, basically. Yeah, a bit of Superman, a bit... It's got a bit of Danger Mouse too when you listen to it back. Yeah. So anyway, I'll play a little clip of it now, and uh, you'll see what it was. Here's a little clip. 
Hi kids, just taking a break from saving the universe from the latest dripping monsters to wish you all a happy Easter and to thank you for buying this record. Your Euro credit token may help London's kids to become rich, successful space heroes like me. Mind you, it isn't easy to be successful in the face of some of the hideous monsters I wrestle with. Remember in the first series when I came up against the thing that went... This is Robin Houston. The thing that goes has now reached London. It's on the Westway, which is groaning under the weight. Women and children are being evacuated. The streets are crawling with panic-stricken people. The thing is vomiting over Marylebone High Street. We threw all the awful things we could at it. Cronac agony spray, zilch torpedoes, Nicholas Parsons. I was busy consorting with world leaders on ways to deal with this problem. Meanwhile, the thing that goes had marched on Westminster and set itself up as the government. So that's on one side. Then what's on the other side? Hang on. It says all the proceeds from this record have been given to the Help a London Child appeal. The same one that Pat, Sh- Matt, Pat Sharp and Mick did. Pat and Mick did. For, uh, and I they must have been on Capital, they were on Capital Radio as well. They, they? were. Yeah. So Capital have a, have a, well, did have a long history of doing charity stuff like this. I think they still do, but they're very different. Remember, we recorded uh, in their studio. Yeah, we did a long time ago. In Leicester ago. Square. It was some kind of pre-Edinburgh radio yes. show we yeah. did to help promote our live show. Yeah. Didn't they, they work. didn't work at all. However, on the B-side of this, I thought was a better find. All it said on the B-side, which initially was what confused me about this purchase, it just says, Capital Radio Presents. And I was like, well, what does that mean? What does it mean? Well, when I played it, I was very delighted to find it means... It, well, it's it's a bit as I say, it's ephemeral, but it's just all the DJs from Capital at the time say, "Hello, thank hello, you for Kenny. This. Yeah, I'm funny, not as funny as you. Are, not as funny. Uh, I'm going to try and be a bit funny, yeah. Unless I'm not that kind of person, and I make a point of pointing that out. <laughs> you know. did Aspel? No. Well, some guy goes, "Well, I'm here to draw a little bit of decorum to the proceedings." Uh, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Fucking re-smog cunt. So it's got all the jingles from Capital Radio at the time. It's got a few weird adverts for stuff. It's got all the presenters saying, hello, and Kenny yeah. Everett pops in and out and does sound effects. And it's, then, it's a real find, Paul. And then at the end, the Muppets turn up. Fozzie hey, Bear. fucking Fozzie Bear and Waldorf and Statler. Yeah, and you think, oh, they, just, and Statler. they took it off the show. But no, they say, that's terrible. But no, that's Frank capital. Oz, Frank Oz, who did uh, Fozzie and Waldorf for one of them. Yeah. He did two of those. He definitely lived, they all lived in London, because of course... They were filming Muppet Show at the L time. Elstree. Yeah. yeah. So they probably just popped in and said, do you want to pop yeah, in yeah, and yeah. do this, help the charity single? And they yeah. went, yeah, whatever. Fucking or great. Or they came into the studio That's to... That's ab- great. I want that. Would you sell it to me? Uh, yeah, you can have this if you want. Oh, I'll yeah. Play, let me just play a little bit of this little jingly bit on the side, because I actually, I really like this. Yeah. Hi, kids. Hi. Hi there, and welcome to the Capital Help a London Child Quidsworth, featuring a few jolly jingles, a hi from the guys, and a handful of our bouncier adverts. But first, here's our morning star. Hello, this is Graham Dean, direct from The Breakfast Show. Well, almost direct. I tell a lie to go into the canteen first. Now, they've got me here to wish you a happy Easter. So, happy Easter. Spain is the sunshine. Spain is the sea. Sightseeing, Spain is for sand, siesta for me. Spain is the ski, let's get away and letting the world go by. Have a holiday, Spain is burning me. Underneath the summer sky, let's 
an advert we always enjoy having in our progs. Great Scott! Wow, handsome. Who is this ill-fitting creature? Hello, this is Roger Scott. Just dropped in to wish you a happy Easter and to thank you for buying this bit of rubbish. Hang on to it. In 50 years' time, it could be worth as much as a pound. Well, this is 194. How are you? Great. Vogue has the prices that are the very nicest. Vogue has a selection that everyone adores. Come to Vogue Interiors for furniture superior. Vogue cash and carry. Furniture yours. Hello, this, I am proud to say, is Michael Aspel, and I simply want to wish you happy Easter, good luck, good health, and above all, goodbye. So, £1.50, it does say, there's that little clip on it where the guy goes, ah, and you hold in your hand something worthful, that will probably be worth a pound in 50, 50 years, years time. Yeah. Well, what, is it 40, and it's £1.50? Well, so he's we're almost there. there, he's almost there, he's, he's almost, almost there. there. Paul. I wonder if it came with a picture cover originally. Do you think it did, or maybe I not? I don't know. I don't, my my gut feeling is no, but who knows? I I didn't check it up on Discogs. Help a London child, very famous charity. Yeah, I don't know if that charity still existing, but it was it. big. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That was my little find. I thought I'd throw that in here because it That's was great. It, it, since we talked about Pat and Mick and Mike Reed's last week, it's That's nice. great, and it's uh, it shows a bit of um, Everett's genius for the old cut up. Yeah. He does at one point do a bit of a cut-up. Where he drops in Beatles help. He drops in help. Yeah. And that is a style that goes back to that guy, I can't remember his name, that Chris something. Oh, God. We've even talked about him on the show. We have, past. yeah. I'm sure we have. Rent-a-Santa. Yeah. Rent- yeah. Yeah. Where all he did was do cut-ups. Who was the name of that radio presenter who would do a talking, but he was everyone? And so he'd be the talk show presenter, but also be the people calling in and have arguments with himself. Oh, really? I don't know. Like I need to Bob figure Newmark that out. I'll look into style. that. Yeah. But yeah, no, he was kind of very well-known. In America that time. He did lots of different voices. Yeah, because yeah. he fooled people for a while. I don't think people caught on that. Oh, it was... people didn't realise it was all him. I don't think at first, no. I'll have to check that up and find out. If you know and you're listening to this, leave it in the comments in SoundCloud or wherever you can leave comments next to a podcast, like on our Reddit page, Reddit forward slash R forward slash Cheap Show. There you go. Oh, that's us sounding professional. Ah. Well, let's crack on with the show so Eli can say poo-poo out of bum hole. I'm not going to say it now. I know I said it because I'm leaving, I'm setting it up for the grand reveal of your last use. Of. I don't know. I just build it up. You've built it up too But much. that's the great thing because when it actually happens and it will be a massive disappointment, it will nurture me. It will be like mm, a big cosy hug from a cosy granddad. Oh, a cosy granddad. Cosy granddad. Co- <laughs> Come Listen, on. Go on. What's well, wrong with cosy granddad? Well, you, you, there's what? There's one granddad on this show. No, well, anyway, move it on. And it's, and it's, <laughs> no. and, uh, there ain't no room for two granddads. There aren't. There ain't no room for two granddads in yeah. Cheap Show. Anyway, shall we crack on with the show, Mr. Silverman? Storytime granddad. Yeah, no, we all got it. <laughs> he might make an appearance. I fucking hope not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for uh, what we're we recording now, yeah. are we? Yeah. You're lucky I didn't say anything. What, like? Your, your anti-Semitic opinions. I got us a one-star review on the iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Vile. Vile anti-Semitic. I can't... I know we're not the most tasteful podcast world, but I'm pretty sure we've never done anything, certainly intentionally, outwardly anti-Semitic. I think the wording of that actual review was... Um, Probably anti-Semitic. Like I couldn't be bothered to listen, but I'm sure some anti-Semitism prop, you know, came up uh, later well, on. Thank you. I hope you're listening. Yeah. Anyway, let's enjoy this segment. So you know, last week you had a care package from your sister. I certainly did. And your sister-in-law. I don't know why that was so hard to say the word well, sister. 
Anyway, points out the point of it. Almost the exact same week, I got a care package from a friend of mine who lives in America. Her name is Alison, dear friend of the show. And she's on the road. She tours with musicals and things like that. She's an am- absolutely amazing actress and comedian oh, and, and singer. Auto heart player, is that an right? auto heart player. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of Alison. And every now and then she sends me stuff. Like she, she sent Fun City. Which one was that? You remember the board game we played where you had to start. Oh, that was great. Yeah, Fun City. He, with, she sent that with that the artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We enjoyed that. Um, did we ever cover the Pac-Man records? Yes, we did. No, no. We have to. We mentioned it on Digitizer. Ah. So I used them on Digitizer because I thought they'd be a bit more appropriate. Are there. we going to do them on Cheap Show? Why not, actually? Pac-Man records? Yeah, it'd be good to go into a bit more detail about them because yes. they are mental. Yeah. The opening title theme for Pac-Man is what sounds like someone pushing a Casio keyboard down a flight of stairs. Okay. So, I'm up for it. Yeah. And then it all gets a bit Care Bears album-y, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know. Anyway, she sent me a letter to go along with this Care package. So uh-huh. we'll read and discover as the package goes. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Hi, Paul. Hi, Eli. Hi. Hi. So here's a collection of cheap eats I've been curating over my two years tour across America. Ooh. Ooh. Some tasty. You that, Paul? That's you doing the numny num rums. <laughs> what? The numny nub rubs. They're not the nubdy nub rubs. They are the numny nub rubs. They are not. I was rubbing my hands together in anticipation. All right. Well, then it's the anticipation nation. You are losing it this week. Hang on. That's yeah. just rich coming from fucking poo-poo out of bum hole. There is... Is that a sentence? Does that make sense? Does it? You know what it means? Sadly, is it I know exactly all what words, it means. English words? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. <laughs> all right. So anyway, it's rational. Some taste it's a rational poo poo out of bumhole. Ah, oh, you said it. And now you can't say it again. Ah, oh, you fucked it, you dirty, dirty, dirty little boy. I'm going to think of something else to say. Good. Well, you work on that. Anyway, okay. she gets, she says some tasty, some interesting, but all cheap. So here we go, and she's done a list, so we can uh-huh. go through the letter. So. Get the first one out. I'm going to see if I can find it. Oh, baby. A couple of spoilers there, but don't look too hard. Right, I'll let you have a look at this one. You open it up and I read it. What does it say? Uh, let me just get the light in here. Oh, yeah, we need a bit more light in here. It's a little bit dark in the House of Pickles. It's twilight in the House of Pickles. Yeah, twilight um, in the House of Pickles. What have you got? I've got some Big League Chew bubblegum. Oh, Ooh, baby. So it says here, Big League Chew from Spokane, Washington. This is a blast from my childhood past. They used to sell these in assorted flavours at a concession stand at the Little League ballpark. Imagine a chewing gun shaped and packaged like chewing tobacco. And that's the thing, isn't oh, it? Oh, that's what it is. It's like chewing tobacco. And it comes in a pouch. And it's powder. I don't know. Let's open it up and find out. This is wild pitch watermelon flavour. Oh, it's exciting. I can smell the artificial watermen. Fella- watermen. Watermen. <laughs> you can smell the artificial watermen. <laughs> watermelon flavour coming out. Yeah. I'm opening this up. Oh, the huff is going to be magic on this. Absolute magic. Oh, baby. <laughs> He's having a happy moment, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, let's have a huff. Oh. All right, let's have a huff. Oh, Stop huffing all the huff. Oh, Mate, a man, a, a good friend. Oh, a, <laughs> please. Is this your new thing to replace poop out of bum hole? Because <laughs> yes. it's not working. Oh, Eli, <laughs> Eli, a good friend doesn't hog the huff. All right, sorry. There you go. Oh, oh, it's in, oh, it's in little strips. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> Here he goes. Oh, baby doll. Oh. Let's listen to that half. Oh, God, I'll let you have a pinch. So it's like it's all shredded chewing gum. It's that shredded comes out, little shreds. Like yeah. little old brand. These green. are all green. Watermelony green. Uh, I'm not going to have as many because it's gum, remember, so it'll 
but I'm going to have a taste. That is artificial watermelon to the max. Yeah, it is. And it's not too strong, which is all right. Mmm. Très magnifique. You uh, like it now, dear? It tastes all right with this one. I think because the bubblegum flavour comes through quicker. Is there a bubblegum flavour as well? Yeah. You can't taste it. Mmm. That kind of um, vanilla-y bubblegum flavour yeah, yeah. comes through. I need to toughen up. You're going to spit it out. Yeah, because I've got other things to eat and we can't chew on a podcast because it's disgusting to listen to. I'll stick it under there. All right. Well, great. You're fucking weird. What's all that about? <laughs> really insidious way of doing it. We'll stick it there. Yeah. Right, so check the bag. What else is in there now? And take it out of your mouth. Stop chewing. It's grotesque. want to blow a bubble. That's why. Well, then blow it. Go on. Can he blow a bubble, ladies and gentlemen? I'm here to see. He's wrapping it around his tongue. He holds his hand up. Two seconds, he says. He's going for it. A small bubble, but a bubble nonetheless. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give that two out of five stars. <laughs> so what else is in the bag, Mr. Silverman? Let's see. Let's see, we? shall Let's we? see what else is in the bag, Mr. Gannon. Yes. Here we have some... It's hard to tell what these are. Oh, are is they it broken broke? in half? Oh, that explains it then. Well, they look like... I've seen inside. They look like what we'd call love hearts. Oh! You remember what they called love hearts? Yeah, the little sherbet kind of like, I love you. Sweet. You, yeah. I fancy you. You yeah. are a big boy. I've got a love, love egg. You... Come on. What are some other things I used to say on there? I heart you. I heart you. Friend forever. It's I, all text speak now as well. I shave my nut. Yeah. I have a nut mouth. I have a ball wart. I... A <laughs> <laughs> ball wart heart. I squeeze my bum bum. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one, Paul. Funny. Funny this. Yeah. And it's not me saying this because it was on a love heart once. It said poo poo out of bum. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking didn't. What a waste, ladies and gentlemen. What is it called? The next ones we're going to try here are bottle caps. Okay, she so bought these in Spokane again. Rather odd candy, not unlike sweet tarts, minus the zing. Also a vintage candy, remember, from my childhood. Wow. So, yeah, they must be like the American can of love heart, but without the soppy message. No, they just have bottle caps. These are all different. They're very, they're ch- that chalky consistency. Yeah, no, I'll give I'm you like... half the pack there. And when we say chalky, we don't mean the racist character Jim Davidson came up with <laughs> in the 70s and 80s. No, actually like chalk. Now, these are little puck-shaped sweets. They're like bottle tops. Yeah, they're like, and they've got a little serrated thing. Like bottle tops. That make it look like a bottle top. Like bottle, wonder why they're called bottle tops, you fucking idiot. They look like bottle tops. Oh, there you go. I've just realised. I'm going to have a crunch of this one right now. Oh, it's a cola flavour, that one. That's cherry. They're all different flavours, aren't they? Tell us on the side what they are. Grape, orange, cola, cherry, root beer. Oh! Oh my God! Let me... What colour's the root beer? Oh, brown. 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 Oh, I've only got pink and white here at the moment. Well, I'm, your f- one. I'm finding a brown one. Right. I'm going to have a go with this one. Anyway. I've got a pink one. What's that going to be? Come on. I bet the root beers are the most popular. Mate, don't waste them all by getting them out. Throw them back in the bag if they're not the right ones. I'll okay. have them later. I'll have them. A bottle top need not go to waste. Those are quite nice, though, don't you think? These are lovely. I love these. They're not. They don't have that tang. Like she's right. Like they don't. They yeah. don't have any of the sour fizz. Oh, this was a, this was a blue beer one. It was. Let yeah, me have half of it then. I'll tell you what. You just have that off then. Yeah. Have you eaten it? Yeah, but it's what only was it like? got... was it root beer? Mm, taste it. Oh wow. Mmm. It's got that medicinal yeah. sarsaparillary taste. It didn't hit me at first, but then was it settled? Mm. Oh mate. Paul's gonna rub his tummy button. <laughs> That's not the tummy button. Oh. That's the downstairs button. Mm, it's the gut lever. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Prank to wank. Imagine that. 
Imagine your penis actually sort of worked your bowel and you had to pump it out. <laughs> when you, you had to be erect yeah. every time you pooed. <laughs> Came out like sausage meat. Um, I like those a lot. Yeah, I like them a lot. The, imagine those as a kid. They're great because they're all the different flavours. Yeah. And Better the, than fucking Love Arts. Because Love Arts were all one flavour, weren't You're they? Boring. They were very boring. Boo. Right, next. Oh, those are very good. I've never heard of them either. What else we got in there? I'm looking... Those are very good. I'll give them four out of... I like to eat those. Is there anything else in the bag? No. No, those are the, all you got in that it's bag, that, Paul. That. There's something in here. Hang on, I need to open it up. It's all in here. Oh, goodies. Oh, is this it? So those look like oh, here we go. Fake what cigarettes. What do you think this is? No. Wow. It is the bottom rice candy. She says, no clue. Bought it in Spokane. Just thought it looked cool. I don't know. I have no idea what it this is. This is mad. It's, no, a it's got box. a cat, like a Chinese style, and a lotus flower, yeah. and a little. It's got very peculiar packaging. This. It, well, it looks there's a like cat. There's a dog. Talking or, to the there's mic. a pussy cat. There's two yeah. pussy cats, and then there's a elephant, and then there's a pink lotus bloom. It looks like something you'd buy in a Japanese convenience store. Yes. Very much like that. Mm. And we think it's rice candy. So That's what it says. So I don't know what, what, more than that. And let's open this up. It's a cigarette sort of packet-shaped packet. Yes. Isn't it? Um, it has a cellophane wrapper, which Eli is now getting rid of with his bumbling, chunky, fat thumbs, whale-like listen, fingers. Mate, I'll make you pay. I'll make you pay. If you want to imagine it, ladies and gentlemen, what his hand looks like, imagine five dolphins lying on a whale's back. Weirdo. Right. I've opened these. What is inside? They are little hard candies oh. with twizzles at each end. Oh, and it's a kind of see-through. You know what would be good? Look. If I had a glass version of one of these, that would be good, wouldn't it? Because you could... Nope. <laughs> it's the worst thing you've ever bought for this show, I think, generally speaking. All right. Now, oh. they're weird shape, and inside there's more wrapping inside, isn't there? Yeah, there's fucking and they're wrapping orange. within wrapping. It's like Inception. They're, but I think that's rice paper, that inside wrapping. Yes, meant, it is. You meant to eat it's it? It's edible. That oh. inside wrapping is edible. Are you sure? Yeah. I just melted in my mouth, mate. So it's sort of like a hard candy covered in rice paper, and it's pink. Was yours pink as well? Yeah. Are they different flavours? No, pink. It's like chewing gum. No. It's got a chewing gum texture, though. Orange. That's a citrus flavour I'm no, getting. No, it's not orange. It's an orange flavour I'm getting. I'm getting like a rosy kind of flowery. I can see what you mean by orange, though. It tastes like... There is citrus of... in it. Mm. Those are... That's the flower. There's the flower on the packet. That must yeah. be the floral thing you're getting. Does it say anything on the box? Wow. Also, there's a picture of a flower on the back as well, if you look. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a floral. Oh, there's a free children's sticker inside. Oh, my word. Oh, what, what is, is it? it? Don't snatch it out of my arm like a child. It's printed in Japan. It's a bulldog. An American football playing bulldog. It's an amazing. What an amazing candy this, this is. is. One of the best things I've ever seen in my life or tasted. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. You're keeping that, are you? Well, you can have the sticker. I need to take pictures, remember? put the sticker on my box? Yeah. Yeah. Here, I'm handing in the sticker. I've peeled it off. Where would you like it? Just next to the clasp there, yeah. There? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Nice sticker there. there. Got to take a picture of that, remember? Right, next one. What would you give the the taste of those? I don't know if I'd go back. I actually like them. I like them, but I wouldn't, you know... You wouldn't like mindlessly throw them into your mouth and chew, but like, if you're in a bowl, you'd eat one every now and then, because you'd go, oh... Maybe I don't I quite know. Like that, they're strange flavour. Yeah, strange. Um, right, next. These are called zots. I can see the zots from here. 
There you go. Have a little look at them. There's now, there's three, three different flavours of Zot. So she says here, Alison says, my favourite childhood candy. Wow. Paul, I thought you'd especially like this one because it is a boiled sweet. Note on eating. Let this one stay in your mouth for a while. It has a delayed effect. Oh. So what flavours are they? Because they're like little packaged... Blue sport. raspberry. Nice. That comes up a lot, doesn't it? does it? come up a lot. It does come up a lot, though, doesn't it? It does come up a lot. And that's blue. Yeah. And blue raspberry would be, wouldn't it? Is the next one cherry? Yes. Yeah, there you go. I guess by the nice deep red colour. What would colour. you say? I'm going to say watermelon since we're talking Americans. No, apple. Oh, well. Green ones are apple. Right, I'm well, handing you an apple. What would you want to taste I'll first? Go, I'm going to go apple. I will go apple. And I'm going to try a blue raspberry one. All right, let's just go. This is a, this is a great care package, Alison. I'm already balls deep in happiness. Oh, fuck off. Much better than certain other fa- No, it's not. And also, packages. I was speaking to my sister today, oh. and she wanted me to say to you, she wasn't pleased with your dismissive tone at the oh. end of that segment. Don't cry a tear. What am I doing? I'm pretending to cry. Do they have any huff? No, not really. Here it goes. It's a hard-boiled sweet. Oh, it's a nice flavour mm. apple. Oh, I think there's a fizz in it. Are you going to do the crunchy? No, I'm going to... I'm going to do what the thing says and let it settle. Mm. Well, that's going to be good content, isn't it? This is great. This is, yeah, oh, this is listen to what fucking Paul's mouth noise. This is ASMR for candy people who like people sucking candy. Here we go. It's fizzy. Oh, this is delicious. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. Mm. Oh. Give it a bite. Yeah, I'm going to give it a bite now. It's all coming out the side like it fizzes out. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, it's full of sherbet. Mm, sherbet. It's like 2010. Mm. Oh my God, it's full of sherbet. <laughs> you know I mean? The movie? Yeah. Oh, wow, it's got some fizz on that. Mm, nice fizz. Oh, it's fizzing up like a nut. Mm. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. It's Ew. like there's a man made out it's of champagne. It's bleeding fizz out both ends. It's like there's a, there's a man in my mouth who's made of champagne and he's fucking jazzing it off into my mouth and all that comes out jazzing. is just fizzy champagne apple goodness all over there's my tongue. There's a small man in your mouth masturbating. Yeah, and he's ejaculating champagne, apple champagne. Apple champagne. Yeah, and it's constantly. And it's gushing. Why do you have to pretend you're wanking when you do I this? I don't know why I'm doing it. <laughs> I don't know why I was doing it. Um, very nice. That was very nice. Oh, oh they're full of sherbet. This is great. So That's a classic. You add the blue, the blue one. Raspberry, yeah. Oh, let's let's give it the cherry then. I'll just get straight into a bite on that. So then, what did it did it taste like? Blue, che- blue, yeah. raspberry. Yeah. It was a very good apple flavour. Have you ever had the apple that uh, Jolly Ranchers do? That apple yeah. flavour. It's like, like that. that. Yeah. Beautiful. I no, will say this for Americans: when they get their hard candy right, they really get it right. Classic. Yeah. Jolly this Ranch- is a classic. This is one of the best sherbet-filled boiled sweets I've ever tasted. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I'm a childhood thrave, so they must have been banging around for years. Fucking great. Imagine going into a shop and buying a big string of them, because they're all, you know, attached. They're all on strings. Yeah. Well, you know, attached. Well, they're all attached, aren't they? But mm. they're not like those... Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. He's oh. rubbing his tits now. Mm. He's rubbing oh. his big fat belly with a Goonies it's t-shirt on it. it. Was it nice? Yeah. Mm. Cherry, was it? That was her name. That was her name? Mm-hmm. Shame on you. What, you've just eaten cherry, have you? Yeah. You've just crunched down on a small woman? No. Well, what are you saying, then? All my good experiences, I give female names. Oh, yeah? Like taking a shit? Yeah. Oh, I had a great, great, great Catherine the other day. Oh, <laughs> Catherine Hurd. Catherine the Great. Catherine the Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. This one's a bit different. Oh, oh, oh. I think what it's is this it? One. Yeah, what's that? 
He's handed me an OMG Dolce Crema de Leche. Yeah, she this got that is... in Queens, New York. Found this in the checkout counter at Bravo Superstore chain. They have an assorted Central and Southern American treat section. So that must be from their Southern American aisle or something. Uh, this, I, from looking at it, it looks like fudge. Yeah. So it's Dolce Crema de Leche, milk cream. And I can't wait to pack this fudge in my mouth. It's I will say cream. that for you. It's a milk cream. It's very dense. And feel that weight on it's that. It's got a... It could kill a fucking mouse with that. Yeah. Oh. You've broken it's crumbly. it now. I'm going to take a bit off and have a little nibble. Have a little nibble. Have a little nibble. I'm going to have a little nibble too. Oh, oh, that's sweet. That's pure milky fudge. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I got you. <laughs> I don't know why you that made me laugh. I like the way you, being in a room with a lady, and you make love. And just before you leave the room, you go, that's pure milky fudge. That <laughs> that's pure milky fudge, love. <laughs> That is very sweet, though. It's too sweet for Don't me. Don't we have something like this in, in, in like, Britain? It's like Cornish fudge or something like yes. this. Yes, yes. It tastes like evapor- um Condensed milk. Condensed milk, doesn't it? Yeah. You ever tried to do that in a pan, you know, where you leave it in for, like, hours and have hours and hours? Have you tried that? Yeah. What happened? First time, great. You leave it in the boiling pan for hours, you've got to keep filling it up. It's really, you know... Because it's a dangerous thing. But once you open it... it Why is it dangerous? Well, as we found out, we did it the second time. The first time, we left it in a few hours. It condenses. You open up the tin finally, and it all kind of oozes out, like kind of expands out of the tin. Yeah. However, one time, we and left you, it And what in. you end up with? Something like that? Some fudge or something? Yeah, like a very, very thick kind of wobbly cream. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing like a creme brulee. Like no, 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 no. More like a kind of like, uh, what's, like, a, like a jelly. Like it's okay. jelly. But anyway, if you don't keep the water filled up and you don't keep it submerged and you let the water, say, for instance, dry out because you're too busy getting stoned in your bedroom yeah. at the time playing on your Game Boy. Yeah. And then you hear a big bang and then you go downstairs and half your kitchen wall is covered in condensed oh, cream. Really? Yeah. Carnation. And then your mum comes in and you go, no, this is at university. It was in our kitchen. It went right at the wall. It looked like someone took a headshot. It's <laughs> just like this big splatter. Then your flatmate comes in and you go, oh, I've wanked so hard. It's gone up the wall. No, that's the last excuse I and would give. And they go, oh, you medically okay, Paul? You go, no, I've, I've come my guts up. <laughs> that would be the worst excuse I could give. Ow. I'd rather just tell the truth. Ow. That's what you should have said. You should have gone, oh, I've come my guts up. Next. I've got a load of bummo. Poo-poo comes right Shut out. up. <laughs> Come on, what's in this next bag? I don't care. Veggie straws. Yep, it says ranch flavour. <laughs> what? At, found, ranch flavour? Found at a bodega called Fanny's Open 24 Hours. Thought you'd all enjoy it. Of course we would. Have you ever been to Fanny's Open 24 Hours? <laughs> it was closed when I went. Yeah. Ain't that the twolf? <laughs> right, now, it... I'm excited by these zesty yeah. ranch-flavoured veggie straws. That's You know what they need in this country? What? More ranch. Do you think? Yeah, it's a great flavour that has been denied to us just because of cultural differences. Do you know what I mean, Paul? I mean, yeah, by all means. Now, do you know what they used to, where they used to have ranch? What? Subway. Oh, they don't anymore. They've taken the ranch out of Subway. Maybe we're just not a ranch country. We're not, obviously, because it was kind of being popular. Do you know what they have instead? Don't know. Caesar. Oh, that, yeah, that would have made sense. It's not the same, There though. you go. Now, I bet the huff on this ranch vegetable straws are bloody great. I'm going to get right in there. Find out. It's not that good. Right, okay, <laughs> yeah. well, there you go. Give kind of shake. everything. Give it an old bag shake. Now, have you tried these veggie straws? No, I've not tried they're anything nice. of these. They're very much crispies. Oh, like chipsticks. They look, they look like chipsticks, oh, but they're hollow. strange shape. They're square and hollow. 
Oh, they're tasty, aren't they? I love that that ranch flavour. These are really tasty. Yeah, lovely. Veggie quite light, straws. aren't they? They're almost like um, veggie straws by sensible portions. It is quite a small packet, isn't it? Especially oh, for there's the Americans. Enough in there. By American standards, yeah. yeah it's, it's like a, a normal British, a size. British sort of uh, crisp packet size, yeah. isn't it? Which they don't. You don't get that a lot out there. They're nice. What a lovely snack that is. Delicious. And it's thirty percent less fat than usual crisps. No, those are really nice. All right, ranch just transform everything. Oh, this is great. This is the best one we've ever done. <laughs> what else is in that mm. bag? Oh, uh, there's something very interesting as well, Paul. Oh, let's have a look. Raylicious, better than delicious. What's that mean? Plantain chips, lemon flavour. Oh, also found in Fanny's. That's what she says. Not, yes. Not like a common complaint. That's all for the piss pack. For the <laughs> <laughs> piss flap. <laughs> not piss package. <laughs> Open the piss flap. And That's then all run. for this package. I hope you find it. There's, a, there's another little treat in here, though, so we'll come to that in a second. What about those? Ah, that's what I'm saying. All right. Now, what are your thoughts on plantain crisps? I like them. I, I do like, like them. them. I've had them before. They're a I good, like them. They're a good um, snack to have instead of, you know... Um, potato chips. Yeah, potato chips or Doritos. Do you know what I had as well? Some um, yucca chips. Yucca chips. Oh, yeah. No, I've had them. They're, they're lovely. Yeah. Surprisingly. They're almost harder. A bit harder mm, than potato. A bit of a snap they? to it. Yeah. yeah. More of a snap, but still very Moorish. Moorish. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, what are they What are they flavour? Lemon. Lemon flavour plantain chips. All right, let's have a little... Let's have a little go with these. Be careful. What? They're, they're very tart. Right, let's have one then. Very tart. Oh. Oh. Woo. Oh. How tart are they? Very tart. Those are extremely lemony. Green plantains, vegetable oil, lemon flavour. Wow. Nice, but... Too lemony, yeah. Mm. Very tart. Right. Paul, those were very tart. How tart? Very Very tart. tart. A bon a bon. It's a bonus. I don't know if I can get it in my gob. What's this? It's a big bon a bon. I don't know what a bon a bon is, but it's another one. It's probably chocolate, isn't it? But what kind of chocolate? I can't get in this bastard. It's pretend. It's one of these pretend twizzles. Do you know what I mean? No, it's, it's not, not. It's a little nugget, brown nugget. No, but do you see what I mean? They, it's like a boiled sweet wrapped up. It is like ends. a boiled sweet wrap, but it's a chocolate. That's what they've block. started doing with like heroes and stuff. You know, they pretend to you that it's a, it's not in a packet, but it's actually in a packet. What do you think of that? It tastes like it's got meat in it. Uh, it doesn't. It just tastes like it's got meat in it. At first, I was like, "Oh, it's a, a roche," and then it was like, "Oh, <laughs> you don't like it's, it." It's not. It's got a weird flavour to it. I'm not not a fan. You know what I mean? Does the does the chocolate taste like meaty? Like it's a prowling. It's like a a nut. Yeah, but it tastes a, it tastes a bit like mincemeat. No, no, I don't know. No, Paul didn't like it's that. It's a vanilla and nut sort of thing. Not too bad. I didn't but don't worry, we're on to our final selection from Allison's superlative care package. Probably the best care package we've ever been given. Don't, on this why do you have to be so mean? I'm just saying, it's probably the best care package we've ever had. No, it's not. Might be. It's good. I don't want to have a go. Look, I don't want to start a division. You just want to start a division, don't you? You want to start confrontation. Well, I'll tell you something, Paul. I also want to wrestle control this podcast back from I, I, you and your fucking minions. My minions? Yeah. Your family interaction. It's creepy. What do you mean, My creepy? family stays well away from this podcast, and that's how I like well, it. Well, you know what, Paul? Well, There's one thing your family should do, and well, it should be their duty to do it. Is it to put vegetables in ovens? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, right, yes. yes. And send me the pics. In a brown paper envelope. Watch this. <laughs> Why does that turn you on? And don't turn this into a wanky thing. It's a wanky thing. It's not. It's a big, long, thin Bigs. Packet. They're called bigs. Yeah, bigs. Now, I don't know about you, Paul, but in my neck of the woods, yeah. wanky is a bigs thing. It's not in your neck of the woods. Big wankies. 
No. Big nappy this is going, wanky. This is all literally going nowhere. So just... What do you mean going nowhere? You're just saying... How well, this... Why did you say this four years ago when we started the podcast? We, I wanted to see where it might go. It didn't go anywhere. Nowhere. It went nowhere. Absolutely right. nowhere. Big wanky poo-poo out of bum hole. <laughs> oh my God. Right, great. This is Biggs, bacon salt, sizzling bacon, sunflower seeds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love a good sunflower oh, seed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please stop doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, he's walking. Don't spray that at me. You carry Put on the like this fucking and Febreze I'll, down. I'll spray you with Febreze. Put the Febreze down. Warning shot. Put the fucking... Oh, you've ruined it. You're going to ruin my flavour tasters. Your room is a shit show and you should be ashamed. It's not a room. It's a whole den. It's a whole realm. It's a nest. It's Come an on. underdrelm. Come it's on. the underdrelm of pickles. Come on. What? It's the best care package ever, Paul. Let's take our time about this. <laughs> Shut up. Are you rushing rushing this segment I, as well? Just come on. We've got to do Twitch in a bit. Come on what? On everything. Yeah, I do. Arr. Are you all right? <laughs> Stop saying... Look, should we leave the podcast for a second and have a little chat? Let's just step outside the podcast. <laughs> What's the matter? Nothing's the matter. I just, you know, I'm aware of time, so I'm just... Because we've got to do the Twitch okay, thing, and I've still so... got to set that up. So, you know, just... Less shitty bum bum wanking what? wanks. I'm the go. one who says all that stuff. I know, and I end up cutting it out. So let's not let's just cut out the middleman, which is you. Right, I don't have to do the podcast anymore. No, know? let's go back in, and I can do the podcast on my own. I'm lonely without yeah, I'm Eli. Back. What's the half like on this Bigs wanks packet? <laughs> Bigs long tube of sunflower seeds. It's a long tube of sunflower seeds, and it's sizzling bacon flavour, and it's bacon salt sponsored. What does that mean? Is it seems to be another brand, bacon salt. And that's that stuff, oh. the crumbly bacon bits you get. That you add to salads or whatever? Yeah, I like those. Weird. Not a very strong bacon huff coming on Fine, this. Fine, though. I'd be a bit upset if it was. How do you eat these? You have to just, break them over no, and... No, you... you just munch them, don't you? No, I think... Don't do you? But you just munch them. No. You have to get the... Those are, that's wood. They're covered in wood. I've eaten it. You have to get the nugget out. You always want to get your nugget out, don't you? That's how you do it. You split them, and then you get the shirt, like little baby mussels. Yeah, I shouldn't have eaten this. Yeah. Got splinters in my tongue. <laughs> He's put in the spitty cloth. He's wiping the spitty cloth on his tongue, ladies and gentlemen. Ah! Oh, God. <laughs> you didn't... You had no idea how to eat sunflower seeds, No, did I didn't, apparently. No. You just break them open. What a stupid food stuff. <laughs> I know, it's terrible, isn't it? And you get on the bus. I get on the bus sometimes, and there's a whole mound of these by a seat. You know what I mean? Well, look, you're going to enjoy these ones, then. What's that? Oh, my word. These are dill pickle sunflower seeds. Dill pickle. From the same company, Biggs. But you know what's so nice about these? You can suck them and suck all the flavour off. Yeah. <laughs> Alison says, long live cheap show. So, God bless her. <laughs> God. Do you want to try some of the dill pickle ones, then? I what can't d- be asked eating these. There's too much labour involved. There's quite a lot of labour, but that's sort At of least nice. with pistachio, you get a proper little nugget inside. You that you can... Very little nugget for the work with these sunflower seeds. I don't seeds, like do it. It's too much work. Look at the size of that nugget. It's a tiny nugget, isn't it? What about the sunflower seed? <laughs> but the flavour really resides on the shell more than in the actual yeah. seed. So that's what they're for. You sort of suck suck on the seed and then break it open. Well, I, I think they're quite nice. All right, well, there you go. Do you want to try the pickle one before we say goodbye to the ladies and gentlemen okay. for this segment? I'm going to this eat another again. one of these... Veggie fingers. Now, Paul, I've seen American sort of, um, what do they call it? don't know. Petrol station food. Gas station food, yeah. Yeah, it's always in these long, thin packets, isn't it? They have nuts in these. They're like grab bags, aren't they? Yeah. Now, this is also Biggs, who are obviously the manufacturer of the sunflower seeds. Yeah. These are dill pickle flavour sunflower seeds, but look, they've got a famous... 
pickle brand, Vlastic. Vlastic. Who make all pickles, and that's that, and these are sponsored by Vlasic. Those oh, are so, sponsored like bacon. bacon salt. So they've got these crossover flavor things that go on in America so much. Didn't taste all that much of bacony though, really, did it? No, not that strongly. No. And Vlasic themselves have crossover. Yeah. With uh, L- Louisiana hot sauce, there's like hot well, sauce flavor ones. Finger my trembling erogenous. I think zone. What, why you get this these days a lot is because a lot of these foods are owned by huge brands like Frito Lay. So they just Lays, think of it as like they cross can just do cross, yeah, yeah, they can cross over. It's like when Cadbury's got bought by what is it, Kraft, and so they start putting Oreos and everything. In yeah, it, all but that kind mate, of shit. I, that, have you had that Cadbury's bar which has all the little chewy? It's all like crazy paving. But yeah, it has all different little bits like of jelly sweets. beans in it or popping candy. Do you like that? Sometimes I some... like that. Yeah, I, I like. I think you like chocolate though. I like that because it's got gummy bits in it. Right. All different gummy bits in it. All different gummy bits. Well, give us all your um, opinion on these. Mm. There's a nice dill huff. <laughs> yeah. No, there is. Good. Oh, these are going to be great. I'm going to have a sniff, but I'm not really interested. I'm just not even at the flavour. I just can't just, be asked just working suck it. one. Oh yeah. Just suck one of these seeds off. I'll suck a seed off. We've got that dill flavour that I know and love. Yeah. Not too strong. Quite nice. And again, I think you have to suck the seed and then bite it and then eat the. Eat that's the... what you meant to do. Yeah. Bit pointless, isn't it? Hmm. Because the thing it flavours isn't the thing you eat. Yeah. The flavour doesn't penetrate the seed into the into the Nurgle. Into the Nurgle. No. Into the in, inner Nurgle. Well, there you go. Would you like these? Yes. Good. Because I'm taking everything home apart from, I don't know, do you want the little plantains? No. Do you want a few of those zots? I would like some of these bottle tops. You can please. have some of the bottle tops. That's I fine. think these are sort of like just for, you know, it's like a mouth amusement more than food, isn't it? It's sort of like, <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? It's I of, give people mouth amusement. It's sort amusement. of like you're on a, in a truck. You're in a truck or yeah. something, and you just think, oh, I don't want to eat a load of stuff that's going to make me fat. I just sort of suck on these, get a bit of flavour. Distraction food, isn't it, almost? Yeah, but it's quite, I think they're quite good. Fair enough. All right, what was your favourite thing from the whole thing? I'm going to have to say bottle tops. Same here. Although I did like the Zots a lot, too. The Zots I like made the Zots me do. were good, but I don't know if I go back. For me, it comes down to either the bottle tops or the um, the ranch flavour. I love yeah. ranch flavour, mate. They were nice. You can have them as well if you want, mate. I love ranch flavour. There mate. you go. I'm sharing my care package with you. Thanks, Paul. It was a good pick. Did. It was a good care package. You it can was. have some of that stuff, the Trader Joe stuff, if you want. Nah, it's all shit. It was not all shit. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, thank you very much, Alison, for your care package. Thank you. I'll be eating it all tonight and then having a sugar <laughs> withdrawal thing over the course of the next few days. Because it's my birthday when this episode comes out. Oh, happy birthday well, actually, for you know, then. It comes out on Friday the 13th, actually, this episode. <gasps> Which is your birthday? No, 14th, Friday, September Saturday 14th. The 14th. September is my birthday. So it comes and out after. On, and on Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. So when people hear this. No, no ladies and no, gentlemen, no, let me just get no, this to say no, before we go on. no. When this goes out, the same evening, I'll be going to Shepherd's Bush to see Last Podcast on the Left live. And do you know what? I was going to go with Eli, but Eli decided he'd rather not share my birthday and an event and a ticket that I got him. No cost to him. Instead, he'd rather do his dirty DJ. And I have to work, Paul. Some I'm of just us saying, have to work. I'm going to go there all on my own and sit there on my own with an empty seat. And then when they say, oh, where's your friend who was going to come with you? And I was they like, say he that. abandoned me because he's not a good friend. It wouldn't say <laughs> He won't say that. He said, oh, what happened? There's Paul and there's... I've heard all about Cheap Show. Will they? No. No, they won't have heard of us. This is what happens in my dream brain. Yeah, <laughs> your dream brain. In my dream brain, where I'm famous. I'm sorry, Paul, I have to work. And hello. 
hello. Welcome to the part of the show where we relax and we pick up from the shelf one of Paul's page turners. Here comes the page turner. Murder. He's a literary gangster. Murderer. Excuse me, Mr. Librarian. Murderer. Recommend me a book. Murderer. That's going to be our new jingle. Still like it like that. <laughs> so there are two reasons why I want to get these books out of the way, because oh, I'm not going to do that one this time. But we're going to start with this one, because I think this one is more pertinent to Cheap Show and is guaranteed to enrage you more. Tell me what you see, Mr. Sylvan. What book is it? This is Richard Osman of Pointless, I, yeah. g- I guess. The World Cup of Everything. Richard you Osmond just... is the poor man's Susie Dent. He sits there at his computer and espouses things he's been programmed to say. What do you mean programmed to it say? It comes up on a screen. Actually, it was Spielberg's 36th yeah, nomination. It's lots facts. Of very, he knows how to access facts. Only, yeah, everyone can do that. Anyone can sit behind a computer and look. look Susie Dent do not like... actually knows the dictionary. Yeah. She actually knows every word in the And dictionary. he doesn't actually know everything. No, he just sits there looking smug and smart with fucking... Who's the guy who hosts it? Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah. But smug twat. <laughs> fucking... You know what's pointless about pointless? What? Pointless. It's, it's pointless. What... I hate it. Why? Smug. Yeah. But look, come here. So, basically, on Twitter, he would do things called the World Cup of Everything. Where, where he, he, gets would... to, he writes crisps, for example. Well, this is where we're going to go because... We're going to go cha- to crisps. There's a... We're going straight to the crisps. He does a World Cup of chocolate, animals, crisps, restaurants, British brands, sweets, Americans, British, British bands. That's what it says. Oh, uh, we'll see. Drinks, Christmas films, biscuits. Does he biscuits, rate them or what, what biscuits, are you going to do? Biscuits. Game shows and Christmas songs. So he would, online he would do a thing and then. Do a Twitter it poll. It was for charity to be fair. So the poll would raise money for charity. Not taking that away from him. Pointless is, I don't know. I don't like it. It's not, it's, it doesn't have the class or charm of Countdown. You know, people like the chase now, don't they? I like the chase. Do you? Yeah. See, I never kind of connected with well, that. I've got the chase, you know, the board game. Are we going to play it on yeah. Games Gone Games? I, I still think we should do another TV game show special because I've got a few. I've got Golden Balls. And I've got a few other games yeah, as well. What about the games you've got? So this book is the... This is the book. Paul, what you got there? you got Golden Balls. Please, please. <laughs> Every now and then, just. Are we going to play it then? No. 97. Is this page 57? What are you going to do? So, the idea is. Oh, it's got spaces to write in. In, in this book, it wow. gives you chapters with pairings of contestants based on the genre of the question, and you fill it in in the book with your friends. You take a little pencil and you, and you whittle them down to a winner. Okay. And it's a book that helps you have debate. It about what's the best poll. thing, yeah. yeah, and it lets you. Dis- it just dis- lets you play. But it does at it home. give you some examples of things? I'm about to get there now. Okay, what does he think is the greatest band? Since- well, here's the World Cup of Crisps. Oh so- yeah, that bears a, a resemblance to a certain segment on this show, doesn't it, Paul? It does, doesn't it? Yes. Right. So, but except we involve snacks as well, don't we? So anyway. He goes. For, the first chapter always begins with a bit of like a and a and a quiz and a stupid little bit of snug, smug little. Did you know crisps? Are he's not that smug though. Life. He's not that smug. Give him a punch in the big old face. Look at him. Look at that picture. Does he look smug on the front? He cover? does look very there smug. There you yeah. go. And that was him caught unawares by a camera. He just looks smug. Mm. Anyway, this is the first. So he pitches them randomly against each other, and you have to whittle it down. So it's not particularly balanced or fair. It's just all thrown into the book. For instance, what's it versus ready salted hula hoops? Watsits were launched in 1970. Over the years... Oh, he's being all fucking... 
Wotsits were launched in 1970. So was I. Over the years, we've spent a lot of time together. Wotsit fingers, that giveaway orange staining, is the childhood equivalent of nicotine fingers. In the good old days when they made Wotsits in prawn cocktail and barbecue flavours. What? Yeah, I remember those as well. You remember prawn cocktail Wotsits? Yeah, yeah they, they were briefly end of 80s, beginning of 90s kind of thing. They were like special editions. They had whopping Wotsits, which were big ones. What? Weenie Wotsits. Waffle or what's it? The what? ones that are shaped like waffles. I'm Are you those. choking? No, I remember What those. on earth is going on? And frozen what's This is an alternative world which I'm not privy to. No, it happened. You were just, you know, too busy probably having drugs and meeting girls and touching things. Meeting girls and touching things? Yeah. You know what? I didn't do that, Paul. What I did do, <sighs> I like to go around. Uh, Come around here. Go around to uh, an older lady's house. Lady fingers. And uh, I wonder where this is going to go. Uh, I go, I get in my bag, I, get, I go, I delve in the bag. Mm-hmm. Here's a cucumber. Here's a cucumber. Unwrap that and uh, perhaps season it a bit, give it a bit of a salt rub and uh, put it in the oven. Put the vegetables in the oven. <laughs> what is it with you at the moment? <laughs> what is it about vegetables in ovens? Put the vegetables in the oven. Come on, read some more out. Right, anyway... Hula hoops have a similar history to Watsits. They were first sold in 1973 by KP. 73. And over the years, we've spent a lot of time together. Oh, he puts his personal spin on it. It's sort of noxious. <laughs> Putting hula hoops on your fingers is the childhood equivalent of getting married. And then he talks about Beyonce's putting her fi- ring finger on it. Whatever. Oh. There were big ones, shocks, frozen. The frozen ones were just like oven chips that you just put in the oven because they were... Are you hooked. joking? No, you could get... And Watsits. You could get Watsits for the oven. What? Yeah. So anyway, then it says, what do you think would win? Out of those, what should win? What's it's already salted hula hoops? What would you go for? Paul? What's it's? I like the hula hoop, but it what? It's a what? It come on. I'd say a, no, a normal cheese. What's it's going to be better? Yeah. Walker's cheese and onion versus chipsticks. That's one. They have Doritos chili heat wave versus mini cheddars. Oh mate, that's a terrible round. Pickled. Onion, I hate both of those. Pickled what onion. What would mon- you pick? Mini cheddars. Mini cheddars. Easily. I don't like mini cheddars. Pickled onion monster monster versus we, squares. Have, have we covered mini cheddars yet? I don't know. We need to do mini cheddars. Yeah. I've got a lot. Of, I've got a lot to say about mini cheddars, Paul. Do you? I have a lot. I have a strong opinion about mini cheddars. All right. Well, then we'll bring it to the fort when the time comes and to rent to the league. We need of to do. We need to do and crisps. salt and vinegar, brand off, brand off, brand off, brand off. Yes, well, I do have a brand off, off brand, brand off, brand, brand off, off planned. Have you got a brand off planned? Yeah. Has it got salt and vinegar in it? No, because it doesn't matter. We can do it another time, but I'm going to do pizzas, cheap pizzas. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we're going to do cheap pizzas. Well, shall I get on the phone to Richard? Brand off. Yeah, get him ready. Because if we if we don't at least invite him, we and could it, face so a lawsuit. So when are we going to do this? Two weeks' time? Something like that, yeah. I'll just tell him. I'll just see, he's got very busy now. He's I very know. busy because he's the face of... Uh, what? Brandoff Health. Brandoff Health. Yeah. He's yeah. doing healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he comes around. This is what happens, right? He comes around. It's good. It's quite innovative. If you're sick or whatever, you're in hospital, yeah? Yeah. He comes around and goes, Get better, you bitch! You're costing me money! So it's got nice and spicy knickknacks versus Walt... Fuck Walt off! Salt and vinegar. I paid for that! Defibrillator, you cunt! Frazzles versus spicy tomato wheat crunchies. How dare you snot on my cloth! Discos versus ready salted walkers. So it Discos goes on. win for me. Quavers versus Brannigan's roast beast and mustard. Ah, oh, you see, now he knows. He knows about Brannigan's. You downplayed Brannigan's so hard on the latest League of Snacks. I was fine with it. I just didn't think it was all that, but I admired its moxie. I think they're very good. Do you want to hear what he says about it? If I were to ask you when Quavers were launched, you would confidently say in the 1970s, but you'd be wrong. Quavers actually launched in 1968. Whoa. Two years out. 
That is ages ago, though. The first of the big corn and maize snacks that remain with us today. That means that scientists invented quavers roughly a year before scientists managed to land a man on the moon. According to KP Snacks' website, Mr. Brannigan, an Irish shopkeeper, took his popular crisps to America. Yeah, we, we know this, it. Richard. We covered it, Richard. Richard. Dick Osman. Yeah. He does mention that they don't seem to know Mr. Brannigan's first name. That's, do you know why they don't know his name? Because he didn't exist. He's a made-up Made person. Made-up man. Yeah. Sea salt, crunch, black, peppercorn, kettle chips versus Doritos, cool original. Yeah. Easy kettle chips and win, don't yeah. they? So yeah. that's it. And then you put all your answers in the back and you whittle it down to the final. It's a fun enough... Uh... For people who have no, you know, can't make conversation. It's, it's a conversation book. It's, it's a book if you've got book. terribly boring relatives. Boring friends. Relatives, more. It's more like families, isn't it? You know. Should we do biscuits or do you want to do British bands? British bands. All right, what page is that then? That is, oh, 105. Let's stop, do it. Stop me if you like a, like a, like a, a match-up. Right, ready? Wham versus Blur. And this is where it gets all kind of... Uh, Pink Floyd versus One Direction. <sighs> Pet Shop Boys versus Iron Maiden. The Clash versus Coldplay. Five Star versus The Beatles. <laughs> That's quite funny, isn't it? <laughs> Five Star, yeah. yeah. Uh, sure, The Beatles had 17 UK number one hits, more than anyone else. 15 UK number one albums, more than anyone else. Sold over 400 million records worldwide. Worldwide, more than anyone else. And spent over 1,300 weeks in the Billboard music charts, more than anyone else. But have they ever released a song as good as System Addict? Yes. Yeah. Pulp versus Pretenders. This the, is, this sucks, man. The Who versus Banana Rama. <sighs> the Pesh Mode versus Take That. The Stone Roses versus Duran Duran. <sighs> the Kinks versus Sugar Babes. Oh come on. Dire Straits versus the Rolling Stones. Oh fuck off. Soul to Soul versus Roxy Music. Oh eat a Nora. JLS versus Oasis. <laughs> come round here. <laughs> Radiohead versus Eurythmics. Oh shut the front door. Spice Girls versus the Smiths. Smell a rose up round here. <laughs> <laughs> Smell a rose up. Come That's on, terrible. Mate. That's just bo- it makes me bored thinking about it. Yeah, and sorry. Then it, and then there's all kinds of quizzes it's and things. Terrible book. I mean, it's 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 it could be diverting, and especially if you have relatives who you haven't got a lot in common with, and you can talk about stuff that is trivial and ephemeral and doesn't really matter. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You're not going to come to blows over no, you know, just, sugar babes versus Duran Duran. Just are top bants like, in it. It's just banter. It's yeah. just top bants in it. Oh. Anyway, that book I got for what was it, two quid? Ah, it's not worth it in a, in a charity. Actually, you know, considering it goes for uh, like twelve pound ninety nine, you're going to regift it. I don't know, maybe you're going to hang on to it. No, I might give it to a charity shop. Ooh, right. It's all na- top bands, isn't it? But now for the next book, the last book. Can I read something now? Yeah, this is a book I bought a while ago, and we haven't talked about, it, and I want to talk about it now because I'm going to give it to the last podcast on the Left Boys when I see them. On oh Friday. yes. So what is that? This is. Satanic Panic, Pop Cultural Paranoia in the 1980s. Very interesting subject matter. Yes. Um, Dungeons and Dragons was very big at the time, wasn't it? The book goes into a lot of detail about how the the growth of that. Role-playing, fantasy role-playing games. Yeah, it got involved uh, in the Satanic Panic thing. For those who don't know... This is great. Oh, it's a great book, mate. Look, he's that cartoonist. Well, let me just set it up. So, Satanic Panic, for those who don't know, and this is a very, very, very simplistic version of what actually went on, was when... There's a great big right-wing conservative move to um, weed out Satanists in the communities. And so everyone thought all of a sudden America was turning to the occult because and dark of, arts. But what, what, because of uh, Video Nasties, horror films, just um, 
By and heavy large, metal, heavy yeah, metal music. All this music that was changing, all the kind of you know the boundaries that were being broken, the rules that are being pushed, and things like that, just led to a lot of kind of very religious people going, "Oh, we must protect ourselves." But from it this. still goes on to this very day with Harry Potter and yeah, there's even still there's still it's the religious right, that, yeah, yeah, who want Harry Potter banned because you can it's witchcraft, yeah, yeah. and it's like. <sighs> yeah. God. So it was the interesting thing about Satanic Panic was the Satanists themselves really weren't the problem. It was the Well, there were very few actual Satanists, yeah. weren't there? And, and they're not they're much more like sort of liberal uh yeah. Almost atheist almost. It's almost like an atheist beliefs atheist belief system. Yes. But but yeah. not because they worship Satan, but the tenets of the of that religion. It's an all, athe- it's an atheist creed almost. Or yeah. it's a, almost like a humanist, humanist creed. Yeah. yeah. It's a humanist creed. So a lot of this goes on and there's a one case and I get it mentions it throughout the book numerous times, but there's a case where um Again, to cut a very long story short, there was a school and a lot of kids started saying they were being molested by teachers and government, and they were being taken away to government buildings, being molested by politicians. Yes. But the thing is, is that the parents and the psychiatrists and the police and all the, you know, the, the moral guardians were sitting down with these kids and saying, so what did he do to you next? Did he, did he put a black candle in your bum hole? And <laughs> yeah, the kids yeah. were just like, what, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. If you answer this now... Then you can just go home. Yeah. So tell me what you want to hear. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. did did he touch you? But with it's a very much like the um, the scandal of sex abuse, hypno hypno regressive uh, oh, sex abuse, yeah. where these people just made careers by getting children to say under hypnosis that yeah. that they'd had been sexually abused. And in a lot of the cases, it just hadn't was just not true. Well, a lot of lives were ruined for the satanic panic yeah. because people innocent people got dragged in yeah. and accused of doing the most fucking yeah yeah horrific things. horrific things and lives were ruined. But this book. Uh, let me just have a quick look at it here. This book uh, is compiled and edited by uh, Kia La Janice and Paul Karoub. It looks like a good uh, g- good book, actually. My lament was not getting through this in time to, before it's I gave nice it away. It's got nice illustrations, nice uh, photos. It's a collection of, of essays about the different elements of Satanic Panic. So, yeah, it's everything from Dungeons & Dragons and parents being afraid that their kids are all of a sudden joining a cult and sacrificing children. Uh, it goes through... <coughs> Jesus, are you all right? Yeah. So it's heavy metal. And there's also a book that came out called Michelle Remembers. And it caused an outrage at the time because it was this... I mean, again, this I'm simplifying it hugely. Woman said she was abused and molested by her in a cult, went to a psychiatrist who drew these stories out from the hypnosis. She turned it into a book, went on tour with it. I think it got made into a TV movie or something like that. But long story short, a lot of lives were ruined because she was inventing a bunch of shit that never happened yeah. to help. But obviously, a lot of the whole Christian warriors were using this book to march on. You know, look what this proves. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though, like the Amityville Horror book, it was fabricated. Told it was utter shit. And by the time like she faded from like fame, all the damage she'd done, she left behind. You know, it's like she just kept on walking, didn't look behind. Nasty. It's it's, it's horrible. But also, like you mentioned. Uh, there was those comic books by what's he called? Is it Jack, Jack T. Chick? Yes, that's it, Jack Chick. Yeah, and he was a guy who was a comic book artist, but he wrote really nasty, deeply offensive right wing Christian pamphlets. pamphlets. They're like comic book pamphlet yeah. things, aren't they? Aggressive and uh, homophobic. Yeah, extremely homophobic. Ex- that's that one we've got. Everything phobic, but it's all like. You choose to be gay, and now you're going to hell. And I told you, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so there's, there's a chapter in here all about these things: the demons, nightmare, the beast, about good people being put torn away, and it's 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 frightening that people got hold of this because you look at it; it's a comic book, and you think, oh, 
It's a bit of fun. Yeah. It's a comic book. It's but actually, about... you know, it's it's about, you know, Christian kids being given rock and roll music and the next minute they're yeah. taking drugs and, and murdering yeah. other children. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, shocking. Yeah. So the book is full of essays, really brilliantly written essays by a whole host of writers covering all aspects of it from film. Look at these look at these posters. Fantastic. Obviously, what was interesting it's about... Because it's the era of the video nasty as well, isn't yeah. it? So there's a lot of fear around uh, not being able to censor movies because you, you could movies, see it in your home, couldn't you? And, and you movies, could copy them and, yeah. for the first time. So. But movies were also actually exploiting it. So you look at Rosemary's Baby or you look at... No, well, that's that's much before. That's 10 no, years earlier. No, it's much earlier. before. But the point is that Hollywood started going, oh, people are really... The Exorcist, like, I think, is more of Omen a, as well. Yes. You've got all these stories about Satan invading, yes. you know, wholesome lives and yes. families and... Well, it does yourself. really affect it affects the the culture just affects it directly and you yeah. know another example of that happening would be the Highgate vampire stories Highgate vampire story which where is- it's basically he said there was an entity and he may have come on a boat and it's like hang on that's the plot of Dracula yeah, that's the, that's the exact same plot of Dracula <laughs> yeah, yeah. isn't it mate? do you know what I mean and people don't realize that they're picking this stuff up necessarily from culture no. Or stories, and then they just sort of regurgitate it. And mm. they don't even, they're not, they're unconscious of that process, that they're actually just copying all this fiction, basically. But this you is know where it mean? all bleeds in, because then you've got like this movies. Is being, this is a really nice, yeah. nicely published book with some lovely it's, it's a uh, beautiful book. photographs and stuff. Photographs, it, it's just, it talks about He Man as well, how when, you know, the cartoon He Man came out, people were like, ban this show. Why? It's, because we're yeah, warlocks yeah, yeah. and, you know, all that stuff. And he, he was. Yeah. But you've got like, you know, like the whole idea of playing records backwards and backward masking. I was just about to say. Yeah. What was the band that got taken to court over that? Judas Priest. Judas Priest. There was a boy who blew his face off. He was trying to commit suicide with right. a shotgun, and he blew. He he messed up, but he was severely. Yeah. He like he didn't have a face left. He no. was like he blew his face off, but he survived. And he sort of claimed that messages in Judas Priest made him do it. Do. So did they have to like just play the, play the record and backwards? They, and and uh, is it Halford, the guy out of Judas Priest, the lead yeah. singer, Rob Halford? Yeah, it, it was in court, and he it was a, he's a very erudite and um, you know well smart man, smart man, and so he 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 uh, I think he won. We'll have to look. At he managed to win because he managed to say, "Look, yeah. this is absurd." Do you know what I mean? This is I'm, this is rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, it's a song, but around that time that me and my friend Virgil were hearing about all of this stuff, which would have been in the eighties, yeah. We he had a copy, and the, the most famous supposed backwards message of all time was "Stairway to Heaven," Led Zeppelin's oh, really? "Stairway to Heaven," which he had a copy of. Yeah, and we would just get his turntable and play it backwards the bit and right. scare each other shitless. Do you know what I mean? It was a big. Sort but of, did ah! you? But this is the thing: the we brain didn't hear will. anything, of course. No, but, but the brain will like... hear something if it thinks it's going to hear something. Yes. Well, that's just why you have those EVP, is it? That's yeah. Right. Well, like, yeah. there's a great bit that Chris Morris did on, I think, the first or... First, might be the first or second... Oh, one of the series of uh, On The Hour, which is the radio show that preceded the day-to-day. You know, the uh, spoof news show he did. Yes. And before Brass Eye. Yeah. He did this whole section on... Um, Backwards masking in records where he plays this DJ saying, It's despicable, all these records. I remember this, and he just yeah. plays random stuff backwards. 
the work of recording satanic messages backwards on popular records started with the Beatles and before. Alex Maloney of the Congregational Church of Elin Pentecostal Christians tours the country giving seminars in which he plays records backwards to demonstrate the evil within. I phoned him up and played him his own most famous example with Queen and Another One Bites the Dust. Another one bites the dust. Alex, let me ask you first of all, how does it feel when you hear that? Um, it's, how can I explain it? A quickening in my spirit. What I'm actually hearing is it's fun to smoke marijuana. The spirit behind the intention is definitely from a satanic force. Perhaps most shocking of all, our last example is a record for kids. Broke off his horse's head. Do you count that as very grim or very, very grim? Yeah, I think it's very, very grim. It's woven its way so much through that I don't think now any group can get onto the rock scene without being infiltrated. Without having Satan in its bowels. Very much so. Amen. Yes, the saucy fucker. Wayne Carr with that disturbing story. But, and the thing is, it's really strange, isn't it? Because you get these aural hallucinations. Mm. With aural illusions. Yeah. You know, it's everyone's used to, like, um, an optical illusion. Yeah. But when you hear an aural one, it really is like, oh, wow. Well, it's like when you get those... Because your um, mind can do that just the way that your eyes can get confused or yeah. perceive something that isn't there. Your ears can do it as well. Well, it's like, um, you know, you get those 3D sound effects that you listen to and like you go to the barbers, for instance, that's one. And so when you close your eyes, the sound of the scissors passing around your head. Is this an ASMR sort of Yeah, thing? but like you can download an app that says like virtual barbershop. Is and that you, nice? You like being in the barbers? Some people it's like, like, it's like it. It's like a two, no, it's like a two minute audio clip. You put your right. headphones in, you close your eyes and it's like you hear a voice. But because the way the audio stereo pans and the way your brain yeah, works, it feels like it fills yeah, in yeah. the distance. So like the scissors go close to your ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. You put a bag over your hair to, head to dry the hair yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. So you hear the cring. It's really effective. A drying bag. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe the, who's it, dying your hair? Put a bag. Maybe over. I don't know. But wasn't there that thing where there were a few months ago where there was a some people heard it one way and some people heard it another way. Oh yeah. What was that? That's really remember. weird. And there was another one that was shared, which was a little toy that makes a noise, and it says two totally separate things, and I can hear both. And just like that optical illusion where you've got the stairs, are the stairs, are we looking under the yeah. stairs? You know, they flips back and forth, your perception of it. Yeah. That ha can happen with aural stuff as well, which yeah. is bizarre, isn't I it? I like the oral stuff. I love oral stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's aural. I don't want to have sex with an owl. Owl sex. <laughs> aural. <laughs> that sounds like a monkey. Monkey owl. Monkey owl monkey sex. Now you're, now you're talking. Now you're talking. No, use this a, is use, a lovely. Use the owl like a condom. This Fuck is a, a really what nice saying. <laughs> I don't know. You did it, but it's a brilliant book. It's great, and again, it covers everything from from fiction, you know, novels, uh, people. It, it it's lovely how it mixes in like the video nasties when they start to capitalise on it. So like, there's, I think there's an out, there's a film called Trick or Treat about um, a demon band. In a, I saw that back in the day. Yeah, and the guy like plays a possessed. The uh, they plays a record backwards, and it's a possessed 
Rock the, 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 rock, the rock band are actually demons or something, aren't they? No, it's just the lead singer. Oh, right. I think he dies on stage one day, but the band reforms and he oh, comes yeah, and yeah, he plays yeah. it. It was pretty good. It's, it's so right. shitty 80s... Uh, it's got Ozzy Osbourne in it playing... And it's got Osbourne in it. Playing a guy who's like on a TV show saying, this music should be banned. Yeah, it's, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Playing against type. So I really enjoy, I really got halfway through the book and it's dense, but I got it in a charity shop for 10 quid. Oh, did you? And I think for 10 quid, all right, you think, well, it's not very cheap, but look at it. It's a beautifully made book. It's a really nice Intelligently book. written, full of pictures and drawings and glossy photos. It just looks so, so well-researched. This is that film. Oh, is that War Games? That's War Games. Because no, they talk about video games as well as part of the satanic panic. Of course. Yeah, because um, it was new and therefore that everyone was frightened There was it. also that film, which I never knew at the time, but it was Tom Hanks... Um, uh, Mazes and Monsters. Yeah, which was it also... about that in the book. That is also very much uh, a reaction to the panic, wasn't it? Because it was, isn't that film trying to say? There's the there's the poster, yeah. In in the film, in the film, isn't the story that he gets drawn into actual devil worship by no. being an RPG player? He plays no? RPG with these kids, but then he starts teaching it as real, and so he starts like going mad and despair, and he it tries yeah, to so either kill himself or his friends. But ultimately, would it be fair to say it's critical of RPGs? The film is saying these will lead. Oh yeah, yeah. a CBS special. Mu- <laughs> movie presentation four players in a dangerous game risking their hearts their minds and their lives because the thing is it makes it look like it's kind of Goonies Indiana Jones it's got story, that vibe but it's n- nothing like that at all no it's mostly just kids in badly filmed schoolrooms going I think Tom Hanks is losing his mind right, what do yeah. we do Tom Hanks and his friends get caught up in a deadly game of fantasy I am the maze controller until they take it too far I propose we play Mazes and monsters in a real setting. It won't be a fantasy. Too bad for one of them, because now there's no turning back. This is only a game. I know, I killed somebody. Mazes and monsters. Saturday at 3 on ZTV, Fox 17. I don't know. Give it away before you finish the book, because you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Because you, you want. I might just order. You want Zabrowski to love you. I want them to like me, and then come <laughs> on Cheap Show, and then raise our listeners by twenty billion p- views. It's not going to happen. Is it's it? not going to happen. We're going to be a cult podcast forever. Well, Paul, there's worse things. I want to sell out. Well, we could do ads. No, I'll do an ad. Go on, then do an ad. Advertise big still pickle nuts. Do you like the smell of dill in the morning? I do. I'll roll out of bed and I have a smell of it. And I think, I wish I could have that smell on a nut of some kind, maybe a seed. And then I say, where's my seed with the smell on? Where is it? Where's it coming from? Is it coming in an envelope? Perhaps it's coming in a stork's beak. Perhaps I've gone to the moon. And I've... Yes, no, thank you for coming in. We don't think you're quite right to sell no, the product. No, I know, no. But oh, but give me really another chance. Right, give okay, me another well, chance. Let's, let's, let's just take the deal away from you. I think the deal is maybe a bit distracting. So let's give you the uh, sizzling bacon brand. We're really trying to push uh, bacon salt with our, with okay, our bacon corporate salt, sponsors. Yeah. Yeah, bacon we really salt. Wanna... No, no problem. Sorry Worry. about that. I just got a bit distracted. No, that's fair enough. But let's see where you go with this because this is our big client. Okay, so. yeah, no. Okay. Bacon salt, sell the salt. So just see where you go. Because obviously the scene is, you know, you talking on the phone to a friend. Yeah. But the rest of it is really up to you. We're looking to get your humour out of this. Want to use your comedy. Okay. Because we can't be asked to write the adverts. So, okay, yeah. yeah. No, I, I think I've... Okay. Lying in bed, I look at a seed, I put the seed in my meters. Oh, rubby, twangy seed, twangy bacon seed. Send it in an envelope. Send- no, we're liking this. Go ahead. 
Send the um, envelope. Can, can you just can we can I add something to this? Can you just do a poo poo out the bum hole? <laughs> <laughs> if you could add that, right, that'd be really right, nice. No, I All think right. I got you. Yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Lying in bed, oh, smell the bacon, oh, got the bacon seed, put it in my meters. Twangy, twangy, poo poo out of bum hole. Yeah, brilliant, the go. job's yours. Yeah, thank you very much, there I'll see you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, I, there's just, it's too big a book and not enough time to go into everything in this, but I can't recommend it enough. It's by Fab Press Presents. Uh, Satanic Panic, Pop Culture Paranoia in the 1980s by Fab Press. And so it literally, it spanned the 1980s and then... It kind of, yeah, it was 10 hot years of... And then it kind of... Uh, both it, funny and frightening stories. And know? it and it, it lost uh, traction by the 90s. Well, I'll just read you the, the copy on the back, and you know that should hopefully give everyone a better idea of what the book's about, and then we can end. So, in the 1980s, everywhere you turn, there were warnings about the widespread evil conspiracy to indoctrinate the vulnerable through the media they consumed. This percolated cultural hysteria was known as satanic panic it both illuminated and propagated through almost every piece of pop culture in the 80s from heavy metal music to dungeons and dragons role-playing games christian comics directed vhs scare films pulp paperbacks saturday morning cartoons and tv talk shows and it created its own fascinating cultural legacy of the satan satan battling vhs out vh i can't fucking speak let me read it all right you read the last bit from and created and created its own fascinating cultural legacy of Satan-battling VHS tapes, music and literature. From con artists to pranksters and moralists to martyrs, Satanic Panic, pop cultural paranoia in the 1980s, aims to capture the untold story of how the Satanic Panic was fought on the pop culture front lines and the serious consequences it had for many involved. Yeah. It's a great book and one of my favourite finds in a charity shop, this. so Fantastic, mate. And for a tenner, because it originally went for 30 quid, and actually... Well, it's a hardback. It's a very nice edition. You could fucking kill a child with this. Well, you, Right on the head. It wouldn't be uh, ritualistic enough. But then what if the blood got perhaps, into the book and turned it into evil book? Perhaps if you could sprinkle some rosemary in there. Yes, I could maybe sprinkle some rosemary in here. Oh, is that a satanic herb? What's the most satanic sage. herb? Sage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, white sage. Yeah, I saw a I might, t-shirt I the other day. I this again, to be fair. I saw a t-shirt the other day. Yeah. Um, it had a cookie, and it was reading from the Necronomicon. Oh! And he had um, summoned, he'd manifested Cookie Monster. Yeah. As if, you know, the book of the yeah, no- yeah, yeah. Necronomicon. Necronomicon. Because that made me realise that expression, nom nom nom, for, for, for something being tasty. Must or, have come from a... Came from Cookie Monster. Yeah. Learn something new every day, don't you? That's the second m- mention of the Muppets today in today's show. I love the Muppets. I love the Muppets but too. Cookie Monster, not strictly speaking, a Muppet, is he? No, he is. No, he's not. He, he, uh, no, he's not. He is. He's a, no, he's a so Sesame Street. Are you Street. saying none of the Sesame Street characters are Muppets? Some of them are. Hang on, how are Kermit. You, what's the difference then? Kermit. Why is Kermit allowed to be a Muppet? Because he's on the Muppet Show. Yeah, but the Sesame, well Sesame Street, Street people have turned up on Muppet Show. No, they vice don't. Versa. No, they don't. I bet Cookie Monster never This has. is just Muppet Apartheid for you, isn't it? It's well, clearly... they're two different shows, Paul. Are Fraggles not Muppets? No. Yes, they're they Fraggles. Are. Of course they're not Muppets. Don't dot crystals. Muppets are the Muppets. Isn't. Muppets are the, the characters. You just want to draw up lines between people. What is that? Why do you want to do that? Why can't they all just get along? They can. Cookie they... Monster and Gonzo should be able to hug. Well, I'd love to see any... them hug. Yeah, I'd pay money to see them hug. Grover. Especially if they had an Grover's anatomically def- correct genesis. Grover's definitely I want to see downstairs Muppets. Do you want to see the cock and balls of Fozzie Bear? Oh, yeah. Perhaps you could... Waka know... waka! <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps if he's... Um... Do you know, the original, you do know, because you watch the same uh, Defunct Land uh, videos as special, me, yeah. but his, <laughs> his mouth used to move, didn't it? Yeah. 
and it was a bit weird. So they and so stopped. they put they made made his ears twizzle instead. Yeah. If you did have his balls, perhaps his balls could go whacka whacka whacka. Yeah. yeah. What do you think Gonzo's balls look like? Do you think like he look like his face? No, they look like chickens because he's into chickens, isn't he? He's really into chickens. Yeah, so it's probably like. And also, I never understood, you know, when they romance Kermit and Miss Piggy, and then they have kids, and some are little frogs and some are pigs. How's that work? Is that what happens? Yeah. How's they that wouldn't work? there be frog pigs? Wouldn't they? They'd just be. <laughs> Kill me. Yeah. <laughs> that's a joke, isn't it? Is it? Not much of one. Not much of one to end on. But that was that was my Paul's page turners today. Thank you, Paul. Did you enjoy it? I did actually. I had we one do that more thing, often. But I want to say it for another episode. Okay. It was it was plays and performances. With plays, we could do some drama. I'll just do it very quickly because we haven't got time. But I wanted to do this. We'll do it another episode. Matchbox Theatre by Thirty Michael... Short Entertainments. Matchbox Theatre by Michael Frayne. He's a very famous playwright, isn't he? He wrote Noises Off, I believe, yes. and also Clockwork, the John Cleese movie. movie. That... Cleese is such a racist these days. No, nah, I don't think he's a racist. I just think he's rich and therefore has no fucking idea of how things work anymore. Oh, so these are very short plays. Very short plays. Uh, just very briefly, he wrote 30 small plays that you meant to perform in your head. The idea being is that the the book's designed to help the imagination and performance, so like monologues and scenes about all kinds of weird stuff, presented like a sketch show, because Michael Frank started out doing sketch comedy at the Footlights, wasn't very good at it, left it behind. Well, not until he was like late 30s, he wrote his first play at 37, after seeing everyone else in you go famous and be on TV and things like that. And then, uh, yeah, eventually, he brought out this a few years ago, and it was turned into a Radio 4 series where actors... But I saw it, not knowing what it was, and thought, oh, I'll give it a go, so maybe another episode, we'll have a peek inside and we'll perform some of the Matchbox Theatre plays. I'll be up for that. But until then... Would you like a hand job? No. Shall we just end this segment? I don't want. I don't want. Shall we just end this segment then? Hand job? No. Segment. Hand don't, job? Don't look. It'd be more than a handshake. Form your hand into the shape of my knob. Exactly right. Yeah, it's like yeah. that. It's like all bunched up. Like a up. pinhole. He's making yeah. a pinhole, everybody. Yeah. Because I've got microphallus. <laughs> and on that point, we'll end. And that's the end of Cheap Show for this week. And that's the end of Cheap Show for this week. And that's the end of Cheap Show for this week. And that's the end of Cheap Show for this week. And that's the end of Cheap Show for this week. And that's the end of Cheap Show for this week. And that's the end of Cheap Show for this week. And that's the end of Cheap Show for this week. I could do that forever. I like doing it. It's nice. Anyway, thank you. And that's the end of Cheap Show for this week. Quick important point. Biffo and I digitise it in Cheap Show are teaming up to have a P.O. box. So as of... What? Can I be included? You are included by proxy of you being in Cheap Show, you dopey wank. So, we're going to have a P.O. box soon. When the ne- by the time this next episode comes out, there'll be information. Paul, a lot of people have been saying to me... Is this about Fat Sal? Yeah, <laughs> no, we'll be, yeah, good. Can we just move on from that? Because we all know about your fucking weird obsession with being Fat Sal now. Right? Yeah, good. Sorry, fucking hell. Just trying to add, add some so, levity. Yeah. Gird your loins, everyone. If you want to send gird us stuff... Gird your loins? If you want to send us stuff... Oh, gird your loins. The P.O. box... Information will be released online I'm on the Twitter. Hurdy Gurdy Loin Man. On our Facebook <laughs> and in next Pork week's episode. Loins. Just shut up. <laughs> Pork Loin Steak. www.thecheapshow.co.uk is where, where you, you can, can go to see pictures and videos that accompany this episode. And we'll have pictures of uh, the uh, snacks and bits and bobs. Snacks and, yeah. the, uh, and the books yeah. and also the sticker. Don't forget the sticker. Don't forget the sticker. It came with those very unusual, probably one of the most unusual items we've ever had on the show yeah the right thanks to candy. alison for that it was Thank a great you. care package all jokes aside paul all jokes it was aside. but that umami mushroom and no, umami right, yeah, it's bloody right, great right. it's bloody great you got, you got what you wanted i got what i wanted right. um 
Twitter at Paul Gannon Show at the Cheap Show Pod. Eli is. I'm Eli Snoyd. I'm Eli Snoyd. I'm Eli Snoyd on Twitter. I'm Eli Snoyd. I'm Eli Snoyd. I'm Eli Snoyd on Twitter. How's that spell? I'll tell you now. How's that Shut spell? Up. I'm going to tell you now. <laughs> Come on, I'm enjoying myself. I know you are, but that's the problem. How's you that spell? Are. I'll tell you now. How's that spell? I'll tell you now. How's that spell? I'll t- Go on, Shut then. Up. It's Sh- Eli Snoyd on Twitter, and it's spelled E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. I'm turn this down, now. E-L-I-S-N-I-D. Right, so. Don't don't turn me down. Turn don't me turn me down. Gross. What else? If you want to support us on Patreon, please do. Patreon.com forward slash cheap show. And if you support to a heavy level... Heavy flow. You get nozzles. You get bespoke uh, podcasts. podcasts. I've just sent them out, and so far people have liked them, so that's all good. We'll do those. Yeah, we'll do, do the cow we, come we've home. Missed one. We've got to do, so we'll do that next week. Do we'll the cow it. come home. What else? Uh, we're on Twitch, cheap show, etc. We do it randomly. It'll be a weekend, probably Sunday. Keep an ear out on Twitter and the Facebook page. That's when we'll tell you we're going live, which is something we're about to do moments from now. Right now. So shall we just say goodbye? Goodbye, oh, Paul. And email us thecheapshow at gmail.com for anything you want. We'll read it with our eyes. Uh, we, we, yeah, tell us from the dance shop floor. Tell us from the dancey shop floor. Or t- tell us from the shoppy dance floor. Whatever you want to do, or just say hello, or send us a hot tip. Um, I'm planning the Winky special. We're going to do a Winky special in the future, which will cover the whole story from beginning to end, and I'll probably, hopefully, get those interviews. Could we have little dramatised bits? Yeah, we're going to have to. All right. Yeah, we're going to do a Winky special. The ultimate Winky a story. recreation. Dramatise. I'm actually going to do the research. I'm going to try and reach out to the makers and all this kind of stuff, so... That's coming. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Cheap Show, the Economy Comedy Podcast. I've been Paul Gannon. And I'm Eli Silverman. Please and join us again. Let's join us again next weekend. Very professional end. Don't Goodbye. try and shake touch my hand. Mic. I'm not touching you. I'll touch you. your nuts. Now you've just touched me, Mike. What, was it worth it? It was worth it. All right, it was worth it. Do you want no, to say pooey bum bum? I do. Go on. Can I? Yeah, well, end us. Go on. Poo-poo out of bumhole. Poo-poo out of bumhole, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It'll be on a t-shirt next oh, fucking don't. week. Oh, don't. Please don't. Please no.